Hi, my name is Davis, and I'm part of a group you've probably never heard of. We can't be defined by the mainstream as together we're the face of a movement. And because we all know that what type 2 diabetes can do to us and the people that we love, we want all the possibilities to live in the life that we deserve. Since we're fighting for ourselves, the people that we love, and for one another, we have to play the game different. We have to play the game smarter. Because the faster we spread our message and help each other out, the faster we're saving lives. The faster we're saving lives, the faster we're saving families. And the faster we're saving families, the faster people just like you and I change the world forever. So if no one's ever told you, let me be the first to tell you right now that you have every single right to live the life that you've always wanted, that you have every single thing that it takes within you to crush type 2 diabetes on your own terms, and don't ever let anyone take that from you. Now, if you ask someone stuff in the past, they tell you what we're doing is impossible, yet it's happening every single day, all because we chose life over type 2, and these are our stories. Now, on a personal note, since we know what works for everybody is different, do not use any of this information to treat, cure, or diagnose type 2 diabetes or any other metabolic condition as any and all changes must come from your doctor's care. I'm simply sharing what's taken me from a total diet failure since I was a kid, then turned morbidly obese and diagnosed type 2 diabetic and ultimately told that I'd probably end up dying the same way that my grandfather did to completely turning everything around and now sharing everything in the hopes to save as many lives and the hopes to save as many families that deal and struggle with the same metabolic condition that I have. So if you haven't already, go ahead and like, subscribe, share this information, and let's get on with the show. Hey, it's Davis. Are you a type 2 diabetic? Have you ever gone from like diet to diet, you know, with like these different ups and downs, and in the end, you just wanted the freedom to be yourself, right? Or maybe you're like me, where you've, you know, gone online, and you watch all these other people like Facebook groups or on the internet or whatever, completely turn a page, turn their lives around, and you're like wondering, like, Man, when's it finally going to be my turn, right? Look, if any of this sounds familiar to you, for you, I've made a 21-day free blood sugar challenge. That's right. It's a free 21-day blood sugar challenge, and you can get it right now at lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. That's lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. In it, I reveal all kinds of stuff that you'll probably never see anywhere else. Everything from like the highlighter trick that I use to completely shortcut the success behind a lot of these different type 2 diabetes diets out there without any of the headache, the strain, or any of the pressure and really the stalls and the breakups that a lot of these other people are going through with those diets, right? At the same time, I show you everything from like how I lost my first 75 pounds without any drugs, exercise, or any hardcore dieting whatsoever. And I even show you the three-step A1C shortcut. And you can get it all right now for free at lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. Again, that's lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. So what I'm going to do is I'm literally going to break down and show you kind of like um, really kind of like break down uh, like seven years of trial and error in a way that everything boils down. Okay. Everything, every single thing boils down to three easy to follow pillars. Okay. And three simple steps. Okay. So let me put things in perspective for you. Okay. I was diagnosed after being diagnosed, a really good buddy of mine by the name of Dave had, um, you know, introduced me to the raw vegan diet, okay? Um, he showed me these documentaries online. I jumped in face first, okay? Like, this was on Netflix back in, like, 2011, okay? And back then, like, there was only one kind of food documentary, and they were all vegan. Now it's different, right? Now you have, like, the paleo way, right, which is paleo, the magic pill, which is keto, right? But back then it was all vegan and I was introduced to a whole new world, this world where people were fighting everything from like type 2 diabetes, cancer, and they were only doing it with food. And I was like, dude, this is phenomenal, right? And what was awesome about it is that um, in the end, there was like a couple of documentaries that got me to take the step, okay? 
Um, actually, a handful of them, but uh, three more than anything. So one of them was where it was actually a, a documentary called Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. Okay, you may have seen it. A gentleman by the name of Joe Cross does a 90-day juice fast. Okay, that one was pretty awesome. I still like his work a lot. Okay, another one uh, by the name of Simply Raw. Okay, where they take a type one and type two diabetics. Um, di- I think maybe like six people with uh, like six different or like different variables, right? When it comes to their diabetes, right? And they did uh, what they did is they were able to reverse their diabetic symptoms within 30 days going raw vegan. Okay, and then another one called the Gerson Miracles, which is basically based on the Gerson therapy book um, using, you know, raw vegan. Uh, Dr. Gerson was basically a, Gers- uh, a, a doctor in the uh, in the Holocaust, was able to help, you know, his his uh, his fellow uh, his his fellow encampment uh, members. And so anyways, um, did that. OK. And ironically, um, juice fasted for only 30 days. OK. Um, I actually would have went longer. But to be totally honest, like by this time, I kind of like alienated my family. My wife was like, dude, like you're not even eating with us. Like, can you at least eat something like do something? I'm like, all right, fine. So then after that, I did go vegan. Um, I did have roasted nuts and nut butters. They do roast those before preparing them. So those were the only things that I had that were cooked. OK. Um, completely uh, my, my, I literally walk in, okay, uh, my wife, uh, Michelle, coincidentally works for a healthcare provider uh, network, okay, and so I walk in there, and I'm stoked, okay, like Michelle works in the back, okay, I'm stoked, and after being diagnosed, um, I was uh, basically paired up with a specialist, okay, this lady's brilliant, okay, brilliant, 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 she works specifically with uh, cancer patients and diabetic patients, okay, and so she knows her stuff, okay, and so anyways, I get in there, and I'm like, look, you know, like, uh, I'm stoked. You know what I mean? Like, I literally walk back. Like, I'm, I go back there. Like, I'm meeting the president, right? Like, I'm getting news key, new keys to my car. Like, I'm just stoked, right? I'm like, dude, I lost a little bit of weight, right? Um, I, I show up early so much. So I show up early. Um, and I ask Michelle, like, hey, like, you know, can you, uh, or I asked one of, <clears throat> pardon me, that I asked one of Michelle's coworkers in the front, like, hey, can you get Michelle? Like, you know, cause she works in the back, right? They get her. One of Michelle's coworkers sees me. She's like, D, looks like you lost a little bit of weight, dude. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, yo, I'm doing this whole raw vegan thing. Like, this is freaking awesome. Um, yo, you know, like, dude, this is, this is killer. And she's like, really? I just saw this thing on juicing. I'm like, yo, I just did that. I'm like, dude, you got to see this one on cancer. You got to see this other one for type 2 diabetics. I'm like, yo, this thing's going to make me skinny. It's going to completely fix my type 2 diabetes. Like, dude, I got this. You know what I mean? Like, I so, so got this. I told her about the whole, you know, like type 2 diabetes or the, uh, the diabetes documentary. They did it in 30 days. I did it for 90 days. For 30 of those days, I didn't even eat food. Okay? I'm like, dude, I got this. Okay? And it completely blows up in my face. Okay? Uh, A1C was high, triglycerides were high, and nothing against, uh, you know, uh, raw vegan dieting, as you'll see here in a little bit, Uh, but to be totally honest, like, um, when I went back there and I found out that those were the results, like, mind you, my provider, um, she was with another patient because I showed up early, right, so she did not know I was all hooting and hollering and high-fiving, right, like, you know, my wife, right, she works with all these ladies, right, They're, they're telling me I look great, I'm like, dude, all the compliments from the cutie pies, like, I got this, you know what I mean? And yeah, I felt like an idiot. You know, I totally felt like an idiot. Um, they work in the front part of the lobby, so there's all those people, right? And after I failed, I literally just beelined it like an idiot, just like a dog with my tail between my legs, right? So anyways, um, little did my provider know, she was like, you know, you might want to change your diet, right? Like, God bless her heart. Like, she did not know. Like, I just did the hardest diet I, I, I've ever done in my entire life at that time. 
right? So I literally just uh, throw everything out the window and I just went sideways, okay? And my, my provider would literally run this test and she, run these tests and she's like, Davis, you know, like, you really need to turn things around. Like, Davis, come on, man. Like, get, get a grip, get a grip. And I got to the point where, because I'm really just horrible at taking medicines. I take them here, take them there, whatever. And um, I got to the point where um, I was shooting up twice a day, taking a half dozen pills. And, uh, you know, she just kind of, like, gave me the talk. She got super frustrated. And, um, you know, lo and behold, uh, basically just told me that, hey, look, like, you know, if you don't change anything, you're probably going to end up facing dialysis within, you know, a 12-month period. You know, naturally, she sees this all the time. And even leading, leading up to that, she would just tell me, like, D, like, here's what I'm seeing with my patients. Like, D, like, here's what happens. Like, D, everyone goes down this road. Here's what it looks like. And I just, you know, bless her heart. Like, I knew even – it even got to the point where she would, like, run these tests periodically, right? And then she let me know that, like, my proteins were pa- – my kidneys were passing proteins. I didn't listen because I always failed every single diet. And that's what led her to giving me the talk and not only that, telling me that I was, you know, going to face dialysis, Right. Um, that came to a head when, you know, naturally I, um, my wife had asked me how my, my appointment had gotten. And, um, one of the questions that my provider had told me to ask was she got so frustrated with me. She just hit me with like a quick barrage of questions, um, because she cared, you know? And so basically she's just like, dude, ask your wife what it's like for these people to come in. Okay. Ask her what it's like for these people who don't take care of themselves. It's not pretty and it's not fun. If you don't want to take it from me, take it from your wife. And, uh, so um, I, we were right here in my kitchen. I asked my wife, Michelle, um, I don't, honestly, I don't really remember what she said, but what I do remember is that we were talking about my father-in-law stage four bout with cancer. Okay. At the time it looked really grim right now. He's alive. So thank God. At the same time though, this was not back then. This, it didn't look like it was going to pan out. Right. And we were all concerned and we were just like, dude, like what's your mom going to do? Like, what are you going to do? What are your sister going to do? Like, oh my goodness. Like this is like the man, right? Like he's going to die in front of us. And like, we we're like losing our mind. She turns to me when that, when that conversation hits and she's like, dude, that's exactly what's going to happen to me and the kids. Right. And right then and there, naturally I just started like all the visions of when, um, I had to take my grandfather to his dialysis, um, came to my mind and like watching my mom cry and all this other stuff. Anyways, um, that got me to take the next step. Okay. I then bought this book called the four hour body by Tim Ferriss and it introduced me to the slow carb diet. Okay. That's really where things started to change. Um, that book, The 4-Hour Body, and I wish I should have brought it over here. I brought all these other books. But anyways, um, what I'm going to do here also, by the way, is I want to give you a whole bunch of um, – I want to give you not only a bunch of context, but I want to give you a bunch of tools. I want to give you a bunch of resources. This is not about like, oh, my diet is better than whatever. No, what we're going to do here is we're going to yank the covers off of all of that. So people who are stuck in thinking that my diet is better, if we only realize how many people that's failed – Right, or if you look at any diet that anyone's ever done, whether it be from the '80s, like you know the original like Atkins diet, or you know the the soup diets, or whatever, any diet, any diet, whatever. Okay, put any label on it. Okay, like this has nothing to do with diet. I'm just talking about diet in general. Okay, not one diet versus another. Okay, the truth of the matter is is that um, very rarely do we find anyone that can stick to that diet every single meal, every single day for the rest of their life. And even if you say, oh yeah, hey, let's just goof around 5, 10, 15, 20%. Sure, let's throw that number out there too. Who really sticks for them for 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 plus years? Very little amount of people. And that's why I say for me, it's not about that. For me, it's about how many people can I help that have the same medical condition that I have? How many lives can we help by sharing this with one another and saving lives and saving families and you know, more than anything, like keeping families together? And that's why I have such urgency um, in sharing this with you now. Okay? So 
that, I, that book was so instrumental to me because what it also did is not only was it a big book of body experiments, right? What it was was it was those experiments were really about efficiency and like yanking the covers off of everything. And, and as funny about it, funny as it is more than anything, like um, it really boiled down to simplicity. Okay. And we're going to cover that in a second. Like really just asking like five-year-old questions, right? Like why, who, how, what, and whatever. Okay. I'm going to show you that here in a second. Okay. So anyways, um, I did, I did the whole slow carb thing. Okay. And what I learned there is that certain types of carbohydrates, because they are slow burning, slow metabolizing high in fiber, take time for the body to basically the body has to burn energy. Okay. To now open up the cell, take the simple sugar out of the cell. And now you have that energy to use, right? So you're not only burning energy to get that energy. Um, you know, obviously when it comes to blood sugar, it helps immensely. Okay. So that diet is a lot like paleo, but with beans. Okay. Now, obviously it's for non-diabetics. Okay. So before you go throwing, you know, rocks at the screen or whatever, it's, you know, naturally it's for a non-diabetic. So anyways, um, I started there and I started to get some results that led me to paleo. Okay. Paleo, um, that was huge for me. Okay. Like, um, um, at the same time I started uh, dropping a bunch of weight. Okay. Like people didn't really see how I was able to do it. Um, that's when I started to learn about like the biggest loser, why people don't, um, they don't have any re uh, reunion shows. Right. Um, and the big part reason why is like whenever people do hardcore dieting for so long, they end up slowing down their metabolism. Right. Well, I don't want that to happen to me. So that's when I started to do more homework and I found out about calorie cycling and calorie spiking. Okay. So with calorie spiking, calorie cycling and paleo, that's how I lost my first 75 pounds without any diet, um, you know, hardcore dieting exercise or drugs whatsoever. Okay. Now from that, um, my, 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 um, my blood sugars weren't all that perfect. Okay. I think there were six, three, six, four. I didn't really know how to put two and two together yet. Okay. And that's when I was introduced to the ketogenic diet. Okay. So like now keto is everywhere. Okay. But this is a couple years ago, like before everybody jumped on the bandwagon. Okay. And so I was totally scared. I put it off, you know, like I read about it. I'm like, dude, I'm type two diabetic and this is a bunch of fat. Like, am I going to die faster? Right? Like this doesn't make any sense. Like what is this, right? Like nobody ever taught me that. Yeah, duh, Davis. Like there's a difference between like healthy fats, which is like avocados, salmon and walnuts, right? And Crisco. Okay. Like Crisco will clog the heart and like, you know, turn you inside out. Okay. Walnuts will, the, um, not only are they packed with high fiber, um, they can, you know, they have uh, fats that'll feed the brain. Okay. Like same with salmon, right? Which is why a lot of people not only is, uh, does salmon do that? It's also, you know, um, heart healthy, which is why a lot of people, if you ever go to a health store, one of the biggest aisles in the health food store is the fish oil supplements, right? Anyways, so I'm like, dude, okay, cool. So, um, okay, so I'm like, I, I, I pushed it off. You know how we get tested for 90 days? Pushed it off. Um, I gave it a shot. Um, I actually had, I pushed it off for 30 days. I had 60 days left. I pushed it off again. I only had 30 days before my next test, my next A1C test. So I remained doing paleo. I pushed it off again and I only did keto for like three to like three and a half weeks, right? I literally walk in there, mind you, um, because I'm so horrible at taking drugs by this point, I was just like, dude, drugs, you know what I mean? I'm just not going to take them. I have to figure this out. Right. Long story short, I get in there. My, my provider was like, dude, uh, yeah, you know, like what'd you do? And I'm like, why? You know, like the last time I tried this, it blew up in my face and she's like, you know, yeah, your, uh, your, your, your bad cholesterol's down, your good cholesterol's up and your blood sugar is normal. I'm like, wait, what? I was like, dude, this is crazy, right? 
Anyways, I jumped on the bandwagon, did keto forever, like not forever. Um, I'd say about two and a half, three years. Okay. And, um, throughout that time did a lot of learning, you know, um, one of the things that it actually allowed me to do is like, I would actually like spend like my week. I, I noticed like all these different, um, podcasts and stuff like that. They'd always talk about, you know, case study this and case study that, and you know, the, the European journal of medicine and like, you know, back at like Duke university or whatever, they would do all these different case studies. Right. I ended up finding what I believe is hands down one of the best, um, you know, um, resources ever. Okay. So if you don't have it, okay. It is the NIH, the national institutes of health. Okay. Um, public library. Okay. It's the U S national, uh, it's the U uh, S library of medicine. It's their public, um, access to the NIH library. Okay. And what you'll find in there are case studies, journals, articles, annals, um, scientific work and medical research from around the world. So whenever a lot of these people are like, Oh yeah, Hey, case study this case study that a lot of times you'll be able to find them. Okay. And what actually made it way more powerful for me in finding these and I, why I encourage anybody to ever find and actually read them. Okay. Is that whenever we listen to like, you know, a podcast or, um, you know, a, uh, a, um, like a YouTube video or whatever, a lot of times what a lot of these like podcasters and YouTube people are doing, yeah, they're using these case studies to support their point. However, you would be surprised if you go to read the case study and what they're trying to actually accomplish isn't what the YouTuber is trying to accomplish. You know what I mean? And so there can be a huge crisscross as to like, I was trying to do this and it blew up in my face. Well, why is because the researchers weren't trying to do that. Maybe they found that on, on the side and maybe that's what the YouTube guy was trying to say or the podcast person was trying to highlight. But if that's not what they were even trying to do, like it's crazy, you know, that like you almost wonder why, like so many people are struggling, right? At the same time, what was also really cool about that is in the conclusion section, depending on who and why the article was written, you'll typically find anywhere from like, sometimes it'll be really cheesy, like three sentences for a cheese ball paragraph, or sometimes there's anywhere from like up to like five, 10, 15, 20, like 30 pages of additional content as to what were the challenges that they ran into and how did they fix them? If they needed to start over, what would they do? And um, so many things that allowed you to now see, like, dude, the top of the top of the top, like, here's how they are playing the game, right? So to put things in perspective, when I was doing this on keto, you know, people would be like, hey, you know, like, um, I think generic uh, macros are like 70% fat, 25% uh, protein, 5% carbs, right? <clears throat> Pardon me there. Hold on one second. Let's take a quick swig. That, by the way. And for anybody that doesn't know, um, I make this stuff called rocket fuel. I'll take like five or six servings of espresso. And then what I'll do is I'll take like half a cup of water or maybe like a cup of water. I'll run it through the machine and out comes jet fuel. And then what I'll do is I'll take some cold water, dump it on top of that. So now I can drink it like cold water, but it's got enough caffeine to kill a racehorse. Okay. Anyway, so, um, so essentially here's what happens. Okay. Um, I had gone into and I would just follow these people and automatically I can now mirror, okay, and model some of the highest level people. I'm like, wow, dude, this is phenomenal. And that's what led me to learning about guys like Ben Green Fitness and uh, 
because he was one of the athletes that was used in, um, gosh, Volek's, uh, Professor Volek's um, case study on one year, you know, what, what that does to ketogenic athletes and stuff like that. Anyways, long story short, I was able to copy, you know, um, the macros, the, because um, obviously you do generic macros, you probably might get generic results, right? This allowed me to go right after the top of the top of the game and literally just follow in their footsteps, right? And a lot of these case studies that actually show you like what were the actual foods being used, um, you know, insulin sensitivity, all this other stuff. Well, anyways, um, so I started doing all that and I was like, wow, you know, like this is awesome, right? Um, to be totally honest, I really got to a point where I was like, like man, like, um, am I really going to eat this way every single meal, every single day for the rest of my life? You know, like, ah, like probably not. You know what I mean? Like probably, probably not. And so then next thing you know, I got into like zero carb and I figured, you know what, man? Like, um, I became so fat adapted and protein adapted. I was able to run my first, um, half marathon, um, fasted. Okay. On just a little bit of a black coffee, um, way lighter than that. Um, and some water. Okay. And I thought I was on top of the world. Okay. And then when I, I go in for my next um, blood panel result and it blew up in my face and I'm like, dude, like how can I have, dude, my triglycerides were high. My blood sugar was high. I didn't even have carbohydrates. I'm like, I did a diet called zero carb. Like how can I have high blood sugar? Okay. And I'll actually give you some resources now. Okay. So, um, um, a couple things. Okay. Um, when I, when, when this actually blew up, okay, when this actually blew up, um, I kind of like defaulted kind of like to keto-ish, um, you know, like as a, as a uh, kind of like as a safety blanket, right? Because I had done it for so long and that's just kind of like, you know, what I did and I had made a lot of friends there and I was just kind of comfortable there. But in, the, but, but in the back of my mind, if I could be totally honest, nothing bad against the ketogenic diet, nothing bad against people doing keto or anything like that. If you'll understand where I'm coming from, I don't play any of those I'm not into that like weird political game. Okay. Like I lift everybody up whether they're vegan, keto, zero carb, Mediterranean, Pritikins, whatever. Okay. As long as you are able to control, um, you know, this disease, you have me as your cheerleader. Okay. Like that's what this is about. Um, people being happy and saving lives and saving, saving families is far more important to me to, than any diet can ever be. Okay. Just want to put that out there. Okay. So anyways, I'm at, I'm at Costco one day and my wife is like, D. Um, oh yeah, I'm, I'm standing inside of that. If you've ever been to Costco on like a Saturday, okay, it's like a human ant farm. Okay. It's like a human, human ant farm. I walk in there and my wife is like, Oh, Hey, you know, like, um, I'm like, I'm asking her like, Hey, what do you want from at Costco? I'm here in the refrigerated section. Normally I get her like salad mix of which I got. And I typically pick some stuff up for the kids. Okay. And I remember I'm, I'm, I'm in line and I'm waiting for the salad mix. And I look down and I see this bag of spinach. Okay. <laughs> spinach of all things. And I'm like, spinach. I'm like, wait a minute, dude, like spinach. And I stopped for a minute. I'm like, okay, for the longest time I was told, you know, whenever I'd watch, like when I saw, whenever you see these different, whenever you're introduced to a new diet, tell me if you've never seen this happen. Okay. You're like, okay. For example, um, you know, vegan, paleo, keto, whatever. Right. I actually think if you go on Netflix right now and binge watch all, all those documentaries, like you'll see pretty much the same thing happen. Okay. Um, they all fought weight loss. They all fought a metabolic disease. They all turned their health around. Okay. And I was like, ironically, spinach is something that I ate when I was a raw vegan. 
I ate it when I did slow carb. I did, I ate it when I did paleo. I ate it when I did keto. I'm like, wait a minute here, dude. Like, huh? I was like, all right, that's kind of weird, but huh? Okay. So I stopped for a minute. I'm like, there has to be more to it, right? There has to be more and more to it. And so I'm not the brightest guy in the world. Okay. And I couldn't help but notice that if you're anything like me, like if you ever look at like, you know, uh, the vegan side or even the, uh, the ketogenic side. Okay. I'm gonna give you some resources here in a second to like chin check this stuff. Okay. Um, so if you go, uh, if you go online and you look at like, you know, uh, type two diabetes for a vegan or type two diabetes for, uh, you know, low carb or, you know, keto or paleo or zero carb or whatever, everybody's talking about insulin resistance. Okay. Which is true. Okay. There's no doubt that insulin resistance is a huge issue, if not the issue for type two diabetics. Okay. And so I'm like, all right, cool. So if we can like step on a scale and weigh ourselves, if we can take a blood panel and see everything from our cholesterol to our blood sugar, how do we quantify insulin resistance? Because if you notice, if you're anything like me and you go onto these different sites talking, you know, whether it be like the vegan way or the keto way, you'll typically see, they'll talk about insulin resistance, but typically the two other things that you'll see are going to be weight loss and blood sugar control, right? Like someone's A1C results. And I'm like, wait a minute here. What about insulin resistance? You guys are talking about insulin resistance. Like, why don't you show us the goods, right? Like, come on, dude. Like, don't tell me about insulin resistance and then don't show me anything. Like, come on, what gives, right? So I started to look it up and yes, insulin resistance is a test that you can order. Um, and I think, um, if you check, uh, Dr. Mark Hyman, um, I think on his, uh, blog, he actually says, I think it's something around 40 bucks. In fact, on my next, um, on my next, um, on my next blood test, I'm going to be doing an insulin resistance test. Okay. Now, um, when it comes to insulin resistance, one thing that we'll all kind of find, um, in general, right. Is that it's kind of like this. Okay. And all the credit to this goes to Dr. Jason Fung. I want to give him all the credit this is going to be the layman's term of insulin resistance, but I just want to make sure that we're on the same page. Okay. So long story short, insulin resistance is kind of like this. Okay. We eat food. Okay. And uh, naturally, um, you know, we eat food and hormones now trigger into the system saying, Hey, we need to, you know, go ahead and open the cells. That's what insulin does, right? Open the cells, open the muscle cells. Why? Because we've got fuel coming into the system and we're going to be uh, turning this, every, you know, these, this protein, this fat, and these carbohydrates into glycogen, which is simple blood sugar. We need to open the cells, and we need to go ahead and you know, funnel that into the cell, and then that way so it's not floating around in the bloodstream. All right, cool. Insulin resistance is a lot like the little boy that cried wolf, okay? This is huge, okay? This is huge, okay? So if you ever um, heard the story of the little boy that cried wolf, it's kind of like this, okay? There's this little boy that, that, that uh, watches wolves, and, um, you know, he's part of a village and they're like, Hey, look, kid, you need to watch these, you know, you need to watch these sheep. Okay. Whenever a wolf shows up, you need to cry wolf. You need to let everybody know. So everybody comes out of the woodwork and we can make sure that that wolf does not slaughter our sheep. Okay. So the old fable goes that, you know, the kid was sitting there bored one day and he's just bored out of his mind. And he's just like, I wonder what would happen. <laughs> right. And he's like, Woof! And next thing you know, everybody comes out of the woodworks, right? 
And so everybody comes out of the woodworks. They're like, kid, where's the wolf? And he's like, oh, you know, I'm sorry. I messed up. And so they're like, oh, gosh, you know, bless your heart, young man. Whatever. We'll let that slide. Long story short, he does it again, again, and again, and again. And by the time a wolf actually shows up, nobody shows up. And, you know, the sheep, the sheep get slaughtered. Okay. That is essentially a lot like what um, insulin resistance is like. Okay, essentially we're eating food and our body is like, yo, cells, open up, open up, open up, right? Open up. We got blood sugar coming, open up. We got glycogen coming, open up. And what happens is, is that they hear it more and more and more and more to the point where it's just like, dude, shut up already. Okay. In fact, what I'll do is, um, Dr. Uh, Dr. Jason Fung, he is a nephrologist out of Ontario, Canada. If uh, you see this on the uh, on the YouTube version. I'm going to put a link. That video actually helped save my life, which I'm gonna, I, I believe, which I'm going to get to here in a minute. Okay. So, anyways, they never show us insulin resistance tests, right? And the other doctor that I want to give huge props to, you can look him up as well, is a gentleman by the name of Doctor um, Adam Nally. Okay. If you are familiar with the keto podcast, the keto talk podcast with Jimmy Moore and the doc, right now he does it with Will Cole prior to Will Cole. He did it with Dr. Adam Nally. Okay. And Dr. Adam Nally was very fond of teaching because he's a, you know, he's a, he's a practitioner, um, out of, uh, sunrise, Arizona. Right. So, um, if, you know, if you're in that area, please give that guy a shout out. I'm a big fan of his work as well. Okay. Even though I don't necessarily do keto or I really don't like live by it anymore. Um, you know, wonderful work. Okay. Wonderful, wonderful work. Okay. Anyways, what he talks about is that essentially over time, people become more and more insulin resistant. Okay. Um, you know, obviously someone who's maybe gone sideways for 30 years or or they might not be alive, but let's say someone who's gone sideways for like 10 years after being diagnosed their insulin resistance, if the doctor tells them, hey, you're a type 2 diabetic, and they're like, oh, yeah, I want to see something cool, hold my beer, here's a Twinkie, right? And they keep doing that over and over and over, naturally, it probably wouldn't be any surprise if that insulin resistance got higher and higher and higher, right? So naturally now, what a lot of these different diet people aren't showing is that, hey, look, have you been able to really reverse that insulin resistance? Because if you did, like, wouldn't it make so much sense to just show people, right? Like, we're in such a transparent place now that like, you know, these people that quote unquote, like, you know, show people how to make millions of dollars online. Like they were failures. And now whenever you go online, like, you know, for like a side business or something, they're just showing like, Hey, like here's what I made and here's all my stuff. Right. Which is why in all my videos, I want to be just as transparent, which is why I start with a blood sugar test and all my numbers are completely drug free. Okay. And now am I saying that you have to be drug free? No. However, what I do want to highlight is just how effective some of this stuff is. Okay. So anyways, um, I noticed that they did not ever focus on insulin resistance test results. So I'm like, dude, okay, well clearly it looks like you guys are doing a little bait and switch. You're saying insulin resistance and then you're showing me weight loss and blood sugar control. Okay, cool. I'm just going to call a spade a spade. Let's go after blood sugar and you know, weight loss control because what's different from um, the vegan mixed type two diabetes different from almost any other, um, ailment out there, metabolic disease, medical condition, whatever you want to call it, is that if it comes to a cough, if it comes to a cold, if it comes to, uh, like cancer even, okay, it's almost everybody's on the same page. Like, 
here's exactly you know why this is happening and here here are the interventions that we can do what's weird about you know vegan or even the low carb movement is that they're on completely two different sides of the scale and what's weird is that like they're going to give both sides will give really good information and they won't acknowledge each other like they'll just throw rocks at each other and it sucks because here we are with a metabolic disease that can kill us and we're like almost forced to choose sides right and it's like dude like why why is that even why is that even the case so I stopped and I was like, dude, I got super frustrated. I'm like, dude, other than, um, you know, other than spinach, like what other foods like are doing it? Right. And long story short, if you go on to life over type two, I actually give you a much like a much, uh, a much simpler way of doing this, but I'm going to give you um, more context. Okay. Like, so lifeovertype2.com, if you actually just click on the highlighter class, that'll literally show you how like even a nine year old person can do it with, uh, you know, a packet of highlighters. Okay. Anyways, um, here's, here's essentially, I'll tell you the gist of it right now. Okay. If, and when, and I'll give you the, I'll give you a, uh, I'll show you how to do it right now. So if you go onto, if you're anything like me, you're type two diabetic, or if you're healthy eating, okay. And let's say you're on a, you're on a paleo, uh, Facebook group. You're on a vegan Facebook group. You're on a keto Facebook group. You're on a no carb Facebook group. Like I am. Okay. I learned as a kid, one of the most powerful things that you can ever do is to not listen to what somebody says, but to look at what they're actually doing. Okay. Like, you know, just mute the noise coming out of their mouth and look at what they're doing. Okay. Like that's one of the easiest and most effective ways to cut the crap. Okay. For anyone to try to BS us. Right. And I was like, look, man, like I just took that same monkey brain, little kid headed approach. And I'm like, all right, cool. So what's the deal here? Right. So I literally go on. And I go to, I go on Facebook and I just ignore everything, what everybody's saying in these groups. I say this respectfully, okay? Because I'm sure a lot of people in the groups that I'm in are going to be like, dude, what the heck? Oh, I didn't know that you're in a vegan group or I didn't know that you're in a no-car group. Yes, okay? Like I'm, I, I'm here to support everybody, okay? So anyways, why? Because obviously a diet is not important to me. What's important to me is saving lives, okay? Um, however the diet works, okay? So anyways, um, I, just, I just ignored everything that everyone was saying. And I just started scrolling and I just started taking screenshots of everybody's food. Okay. Oh, you're saying that you completely, you know, you're, con- you're controlling your type two diabetes. Awesome. And you're like, well, you lost all this weight. Really cool. All right, cool. Screenshot. Okay. Scroll. Okay. The next person on the vegan group saying that, oh, you lost all this weight. You got your type two diabetes under control. All right, cool. Screenshot. Okay, cool. You're going to, going to a paleo group. Scroll, 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 scroll. Okay, cool screenshot, right? People saying the same thing. Oh, you're doing Mediterranean. Oh, okay, cool. Awesome. Screenshot. Okay. Screenshot, 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 just over and over and over and over. Next thing you know, like by the time I took like 50, 60 shots, I couldn't even tell where the pictures came from anymore. You know, cause like by, by all standards, like I, if I took a picture of like zoodles, okay. Where you take like zucchini and you make like these, you know, these, uh, these vegan noodles or vegetable noodles, right? I couldn't tell, but because paleo, they're against grains and whole flours. And because, you know, obviously keto, they don't do that either. By the time I took like 50, 60 pictures, I couldn't tell if somebody was eating paleo. I couldn't tell if they were eating, um, you know, vegan. I couldn't tell because dude, like if, if we started with something like a walnut dish or like a, one of these keto dishes, or I'm not a keto, I'm sorry, a, a zucchini zoodle dish, or even if they had like you know, like a salad, if they started as a salad as the base, I couldn't tell if it was like a side dish to paleo um, or I mean side dish to paleo or was it the base of a dish for 
keto and Mediterranean or was it the main entree with vegan? Like it didn't make, you couldn't tell anymore. And I was like, wow. And I was like, wait a minute here. And I'll go back. And I did the same thing with these documentaries that you can find on Netflix. Okay. Like I highly encourage you to do the same thing. Okay. Like God bless all the positive messages that they're giving. Okay. High five to all of them. Okay. At the same time, mute the thing and then just forward and wait until they get to the food and then take a picture. Okay. What you'll find is that they all kind of have the same overlapping story. People turn their health around. People fought metabolic diseases. And then when you look at the plate, so many of those foods are the exact same, right? They're the same, the freaking same. And I was like, wait a minute here. I was like, whoa, whoa, wait. So I stopped. And then um, this is back when I said, okay, look, if I'm a type two diabetic, okay, the problem that I had with every single diet, when I started to look at all these different diets, is to me, they look like 10 pounds of crap in a two pound bag. Okay. There's all these different rules, all these different things you got to do, all these different reasons, right? You got to jump through a million to one hoops to get like a thousand one benefits, right? But these benefits are like life changing and they'll freaking change the world. And you're like, all right, cool. Right. At the same time, like, I'm like, Hey, look, like, you know, high five and my heart's with anybody that has like cancer, but I don't have cancer. Um, I don't have psoriasis. You know what I mean? Like I don't have a lot of these other ailments. I'm just a type two diabetic. So I just got real super simple stoop and I said, hey, look, does this diet help type 2 diabetics, right? And the minute they said yes, okay, the minute they said yes, the focus, the immediate focus now became, okay, look, if we all know undeniably that high blood sugar in t- for type 2 diabetics leads to everything from going deaf, blind, getting amputated, heart attacks, kidney and stroke, okay? And like, look, whether I'm staring at a case study or if I want to go to the local like hospital walk in there and like watch people just like me fighting for their lives, like on life support. Okay. Going through the same thing I am. Okay. Like, and I don't want that. Right. Obviously like, okay, what foods on this diet, the quick, the focus and the question now became what foods on this diet don't spike my blood sugar or spike it very little. Okay. And I started at the, at the time I did not see any correlation whatsoever between vegan and keto. Okay. So was where I started and where I got all my wins. Okay, so I start in the middle with paleo. Okay, and I asked that super same, super simple blood sugar question, and I just I I did something that I never thought I would ever do. Absolutely changed my life and the way that I look at dieting forever. Okay, I pulled out a highlighter. Okay, I did what we all probably do. I I pull, I printed one of these diet lists online, right? Like ingredients list. I printed online. I took out a highlighter and just started highlighting words. Okay, like started highlighting um, ingredients, right? The foods, right? And I flipped the page, okay? The next food that I, the next diet that I looked at was Whole30, okay? Whole30, and I'm like, okay, if I'm a type 2 diabetic, and obviously I don't want to go deaf, blind, and all this other stuff, and I know that blood sugar is my issue, what foods on this diet don't spike blood sugar or spike it very little, okay? I pulled out the highlighter, I started highlighting foods, and I stepped back, and I'm like, wait a minute here, dude, like, these foods are almost the exact same dude like i was like what you know what i mean and the crazy thing is is like what moved me from um you know like going from 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 testing or from from uh from paleo to keto is like you know people in the paleo community as much as i love them like they're arguing with each other about like you know um you know green purple yams in okinawa in the 1800s versus what people in like south america ate in the 1400s Versus what people ate in the Paleolithic era is like a filter of what you can eat today. Well, like the, the common sense was just 
get away from processed and GMO foods. You know what I mean? Like, duh, right? And then, like, if I had any any issues beyond that, like, well, dude, just whip out my little blood tester and then just prick myself, right? 30 seconds or whatever, and I could see what was going on. Like, that simple, right? And I was like, okay. I'm still not the brightest guy in the world, though, okay? Like, to be totally honest, right? So I'm like, okay, so... I still wasn't convinced, and so I went to the next diet, which was like, you know, um, uh, Pritikins, okay? And I went over to Pritikins, and I'm like, look, if you don't know Pritikins, if you're anything like me, back in the 80s, they used to have, like, these morning workout videos, and they would have, like, three people on the beach, and like, and one, and two, you know, like, in the studio, right? And they're doing a little cha-cha-cha, little jazzercise, right? Anyways, at the end of those shows, they would normally have, like, you know, like, Nutrition Corner, like, Diet 101, right? And they would have these meals where it's, like, lean protein on top of a salad, right? And maybe, like, fruit on the side for, like, a dessert, right? Well, dude, that goes by a name, okay? That go, that's, like, the Pritikins protocol, okay? And Pritikins is, uh, they have two centers, one in California, one in um, Florida, Okay? And they help a lot of people with type 2 diabetes as well. Okay? Ask the same super simple blood sugar question. Um, obviously, they, have, like, they include like breads and stuff like that. right? So I wanted, to start, I wanted to start super, super simple and just where do they overlap? Okay? And I looked at the foods and I was like, they're, they're the same, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, dude. I'm like, okay, if they're making the same claims... Obviously, like, they're eating the same food. I'm like, really? Right? Keep in mind, I'm still not the brightest guy in the world. I'm like, no, no, dude. Like, keto forever, bro. Like, no. You know what I mean? Because that was, like, my safety blanket. Okay? And I'm not saying this negatively against keto or anything like that. Um, I still enjoy a lot of those foods. One of my goals is to run the LA Marathon next year. I will be fat adapted for that. Okay? So, um, I'm like, no, dude, I got to go back. I, like, what about keto? Okay. I looked asked the same super simple blood sugar question. By this time, these foods were all the exact same. Okay. Then what I did is I took the highlighters. Okay. And here's where a nine-year-old can literally shortcut the success behind dang near any diet, type two diabetes diet known to mankind. Now, what I ended up doing is I started, I went back because so many of these foods had um, overlapped. Right, I was. I wanted to see how much they overlapped. Okay, so I, what I literally did is kind of like what you see here. If they, um, you know, were mentioned once, if I could find it once, I highlighted it yellow. Okay, if I found it more, the, the darker and the darker that I got, and the more that I would like flip the page on these different pieces of paper. If I left off here, okay, I would just go to the next color. And that's where, that's what would tell me where I left off the next time, right? And next thing you know, some of these words would be like highlighted like three or four times or whatever. But, but because they were different colors, okay, because they were different colors, before I, by the time I finished the keto diet, which were all the same foods, it made me wonder like, wait a minute here. Like, what if I go all the way back to where I first started, okay, which was vegan, the same foods. In fact, like those foods are the same exact, exact foods. If you want to look up, look, the, you can feel free to look this up. Look up the Newcastle diet out of the UK. Okay. Very, very high nutrient dense, low starch, low blood sugar driving vegetables. Okay. And I'm like, huh? It's like, dude, they're the same exact foods. 
right? Now, this is where it really came together, okay? Now, we're going to turn up way up. Like, I'm way, way up, okay? Um, because you can feel free to look this up, stuff up, too, okay? So, there's, um, by this time, I want to look up, um, you know, foods that lower blood sugar. So, I went on Google. Feel free to open up a, a Google tab right now and search this right now. Foods that lower blood sugar. Okay, and you'll probably find stuff like nuts, walnuts, almonds, salmon, um, you know, um, um, dark leafy greens, chia seeds, right? And then open another tab, okay? So with one tab that has lowering blood, uh, lowering cholesterol, okay? Just scroll through WebMD, Healthline, right? They're going to say eat, um, you know, omega-3 fatty fishes and all this other stuff, right? For cholesterol, okay? Um, then you go open to another tab and you say, oh, I'm sorry, ones that lower blood sugar, okay? Then you open another one and you say, foods that lower cholesterol, okay? And then scroll down. It's the same foods, dude. It's the same foods. And I was like, wait a minute here, dude. Instead of jumping through all these hoops, wouldn't it just be way easier to just eat all these foods that all these diets have in common? If they're making the same claims, like, and they're eating food, and the food is what they're sticking in their mouth, like, why don't we just match what everyone's sticking in their mouth, right? Like, it's not rocket science, right? I mean, it's just food, right? Like, in fact, like, if you think about it, right, like, it's not like people doing the vegan diet are, like, breakdancing, and, like, the people that are doing keto are, like, Coding computers, like, no, they're sticking food in their mouth, right? And what really, really cut this down, like, super cut it down was two things, okay? Was one, the highlighter trick, okay? The highlighter trick. You can, anybody, you can take a nine-year-old, okay, and say, hey, look, kid, every time a color or a, a word matches, they don't even need to know what the word means, Okay? They don't even know how to, they don't even need to know what carrot means. They can just see C-A-R-R. The next time, sweetheart, you ever see C-A-R-R, go ahead and highlight that. Okay? And then the next time you see the next thing that lines up, highlight that, highlight that, highlight that. Next thing you know, regardless of the diet, I now had this color-corded hierarchy of what all these different diets had in common. So instead of getting lost in the weeds of like, you know, by all means, it's, it's, I mean, dude, it's 2020, right? So like when I first got introduced to the whole vegan thing and I go online and I'm, let's say I'm like, you know, I'm, I, I love plant power. Okay. Like I still do to this day. Okay. To this day at the same time, like I was hungry, I was starving all the bloody time. And let's say I go on a Google and I look up something like salmon. Okay. You're like, Oh wow. Easy protein. Good for the brain. Good for the skin. Good for the eyes. Right? Like um, good for all kinds of good for the heart, right? Like who doesn't want all that, right? Like, okay, cool. Not only can I now eat like, you know, um, enjoy plant power. If I'm having issues and it doesn't work for my body, what if I just threw a piece of salmon in there and it fixed the whole thing. But at the same time, like vegan people aren't going to tell you that. So what's more important? Like that's when I started to realize like, dude, is it, what's more important? Is it, is what's more important of it? Is, is it, is it their love for the diet that they're on? Or saving lives. Because can, can you imagine how many people have, because I know I'm not the only one who's done that. I guarantee you. Okay? Who went face first into a diet, struggled, 
and needed like the the covers yanked off. Like, are they ever going to do that? Probably not, right? And you know, I know they they mean well, but unfortunately, for some people, they can get lost into you know, one diet is better than another, or who cares what makes you happy or what's going to work for you. This is why this diet is awesome, right? Which sucks, right? Because imagine if you're that same person who who is eating vegan and then you try, you know, some salmon or whatever. And let's say because it's, it's heart healthy and all this other stuff that not only that you stop yourself from starving all the time, but that by the time you go to the, your, your doctor that they have, you have a better blood panel and they're like, high five, like, right? Like that's to me, that's what's important. The fact like that you're winning and that you get your health back and that you've got this, you know, this disease by the balls, like that's what's important to me more so than one diet versus another, okay? And so next thing you know, like I, I was able to shortcut the success behind all these different diets without being stuck inside of them, okay? And so for example, people would be like, oh, I'm doing the paleo diet. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you know, freaking uh, salmon and Brussels sprouts, right? And they're like, oh, cool. Like, I'm doing, you know, the 80-80 protocol. I'm like, okay, uh, chicken and broccoli. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, cool. I'm doing the, the vegan diet. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, like freaking uh, kale, um, you know, baby baby chard, spinach, um, topped out with some like walnuts, um, apple cider vinegar, salt, pepper, and a little bit of lime juice, right? Like, I can easily eat like whatever. In fact, um, if you go on my YouTube channel, we just had, um, you know, dinner at Chili's, okay? Um, I ate off the regular menu. I could have been all cute or whatever and like ate off their diet menu. Like, no, I ate off their regular menu. I just ate cool stuff that's off their regular menu. I'm able to easily and quickly control my blood sugar without a lot of work. Not because I'm not getting lost in the weeds. I'm simply playing the super simple game of, look, I'm going to do, I'm going to watch what people are doing and not what they're saying. Okay. So feel free again to look on any type two diabetes diet group and start screenshotting all their foods and do so in a way, take so many pictures that you start to forget where the pictures came from and start putting the pictures together. And you're like, it's the same food, dude. Same food. Okay. Now this didn't necessarily, I know that I sound super confident in saying that now, and that's because I live this to my very day. However, to be totally honest with you, when this all clicked for me, when it started to click for me, um, because I'm not the brightest guy in the world, um, I was still kind of like falling back on, 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 on keto, okay? And it all clicked for me when I got this, okay? Um, when I bought this. This is um, the Precision Extra, okay? And for people doing the keto diet, they know it really well because, um, you know, doing, the, uh, doing keto, testing your blood is the benchmark for ketone testing, okay? Now for me, you know how you get like the best, you know, deals or whatever when you buy uh, packages online, right? What I did is I bought um, the big package, but I bought the blue strips or the purple strips. I bought the blood strips, okay? Long story short, monkey me, I bought the wrong strips, okay? But it ended up being the best thing ever, okay? So um, at the time, I was tracking my macros with MyFitnessPal, okay? And um, at the same time, I bought this book, okay? I bought this book, okay? And you know what, speaking of which, you wanna know something else that's funny, okay? After I did this whole highlighter trick, okay, I went on 
I was like, dude, there has to, there has to be more to it. It can't be this simple. Okay. So I went on to Amazon and I ended up buying all these other books. Okay. I ended up buying, um, Dr. Diamato's blood type diet, right? Um, eating right for your blood type. Okay. I bought Dr. Bernstein's diabetes solution. Okay. And I even bought Dr. Mark Hyman's blood sugar solution. Okay. When you talk about the highlighter trick, okay, guess what? It's all the same foods, okay? It is all the same foods, okay? For me, that was the easiest, hands down, the easiest way to cut, like to shortcut all these different diets. Now look, before I say another word, let me give you some more gold, okay? There are basically four pillars that all of these diets that I found stand on, okay? Now by all means, here's where it really clicked, for me, I made friends with a gentleman by the name of George. I'm trying to get George on my podcast. Um, he is a huge inspiration to me. And let me just give you 20 seconds to share his story. So basically, he was a type 2 diabetic. I did not know this. My son and I, we were going to the gym at the time, uh, 5 o'clock in the morning. Okay, we would get up at 4.30. No one would get us up. We'd be in the gym at 5, getting our reps in. And I couldn't help but notice that, dude, there's this guy. He's maybe like 60s, 70s. And he is like shred city okay ripped like j -j 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 jacked like shredded okay and i'm like whoa dude like phenomenal shape okay and anyways long story short i just keep noticing this guy out of the side of my you know side of my peripheral or whatever i'm like yo man and anyways one day i missed the morning i missed the morning workout coming in the afternoon i see him and i'm like dude sir i gotta tell you i don't know your name but dude if i if i if i ever hit your age and if I look like a quarter as good as you do, I've got life figured out, right? And he's like, starts laughing. He's like, hold on, let me show you something. Hold on one second. Long story short, guy goes to his car, comes back, hands me a photo, okay? And there's this big dude. And all of a sudden I'm like, what? And I go like this. And he's holding these pants like this. And I'm like, oh, snap, that's you? And he's like, yeah, man. And I'm like, dude, so tell me your story. What happened? He's like, oh, what, what made you turn everything around? He's like, oh, you know, I'm a type 2 diabetic. And I'm like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, I'm a type 2 diabetic. And I'm like, dude, me too. Okay, and he's like, okay, cool. So, um, you know, what got you to turn? Here's what got him to turn. His original doctor, okay, his original doctor had him taking um, a high, like low-fat, high-carb approach, okay? And he is a soldier, he did exactly what that doctor told him, okay? God bless that doctor. It drove him to dialysis, okay? And I share this because, man, if you got to hear George's story, that guy is so full of life. That guy's an inspiration to, like, all of us, dude. Like, I have to get that guy recorded. Anyway, pray about it. If you pray for the whole drive thing, if you're watching this on Facebook, thank you, okay? Thank you for your prayers, okay? Like, I got to get that guy on. I love that guy. Um, we talked like, dude, we made friends. We talked like once. And the next thing you know, we talked like for like four hours and we just made like best friends right then and there. Anyways, um, long story short, he had to change doctors. And I'm like, you know, cause he was telling me his doctor was like, yeah, you got to eat, you know, a little bit of cereal and you got to eat like a little bit of fruit and you got to eat a little bit of, you know, oatmeal. And like, dude, that's, that's what crushed him. Okay. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, what does your new doctor have you taking now that you're on, you know, dialysis? Same foods, okay? To help him, same foods, okay? Simple, okay? And I was like, wow, like that is when the light bulb went off and I was like, dude, 
this is it. Like, this is it. And by that point, I had learned a lot also about zero carb, okay? And the hard thing about that I was in was like, okay, vegan blew up in my face. However, I can't doubt the goodness that people are getting there. Like, what am I going to do? Go back to the doctors and the scientists and who don't look at food politics and more importantly, look at type 2 diabetics just like you and I and what am I going to do? Tell them that they're idiots and they're doing it all wrong? Like, no, if they're happy and their blood panels are there and... I mean, that's what life is all about. Like, let's fix this and get on with life, right? So anyways, um, I had spent, I, I, that's where I started, ended up you know, learning about zero carb, and I saw the same thing. And I'm like, wow, like these, so over here, they're not eating any plant, they're not eating any meat at whatsoever, like anything plant, um, or I'm sorry, animal-based. And over here, they're eating nothing plant-based. Two completely different extremes. However, you can see positives on each side when... You look at the before and afters, when you look at blood panels, when you look at, you know, the new studies that are coming out and you're like, okay, like, you know, you can't deny either one. Okay. Like, what am I going to do? Look at, so I'm like the token fat guy, type two diabetic. What am I going to do? Look at somebody who's, who is bigger than me, looks better than me, better blood panel than me and tell them they're doing it wrong. Like, no, of course not. Right. If anything, I want to learn from them. And so I then turned around and I, I couldn't help but find that there's four major pillars that dang near all these diets stand on. Okay, that when you look at do the highlighter trick, they're basically standing on four pillars. Okay, and here they are. Okay, because we're type two diabetic, we don't want to drive our blood sugars through the roof. Neither do we want to drive our insulin through the roof. Okay, so we're looking at foods that are low glycemic. Okay, low glycemic foods. Now, if you go on, if you go onto, um, you know, Google and you look up low glycemic foods, because of the way they fit, you will still see things like apples, things like yogurt. Okay, which if you're a type 2 diabetic and you've tested that stuff, if you're anything like me, it's like a little model rocket, okay? Like, you want to see something funny? Like, feed me some yogurt or some white rice and then watch what happens, okay? Like, my, my blood sugar is going to go from normal to, like, through the roof and, like, like that, okay? So, the other filter that we put on top of that is low carbohydrate, okay? Now, am I saying that you need to monitor by number, you know, eat, like, you know, this many carbohydrates this meal and, you know, or this many carbohydrates throughout the day? Let me say it right now. Um, depending on what works for you, sure, that is a highly effective place to start. Um, for me, to be totally honest, that's not where I started. Um, and even though I did do that for a while, that's not where I'm at now. Okay, I found that um, you know basically all these different uh, foods affect all of us differently. And the real shortcut, if you want to know the real shortcut, it's testing. Okay, knowing what foods your body likes. Okay, and then like you know doing that will shortcut dang near any diet and really just yank the covers off of dang near any diet known to man. Because why? Like, it's your numbers. If you're going to go to the doctors and wait like 90 days, I might as well get the numbers now, right? And I'll give you more context on that in a second. Okay, so anyways, um, now that you have, um, you know, low, low glycemic, low carb, okay? The third thing is whole foods, okay? Whole foods, whole, whole foods. And I want to give some people props, okay? This really kind of came to light, whoops, from these two books, okay? Um, this is Dr. Anne Louise Gittleman, okay? The Fast Track Detox Diet, okay? Um, this is an old version. There's new versions of this um, now, okay? Um, the cool thing about this is that Dr. Gittleman, she was, I think, a practitioner out of the Pritikins Institute, okay? So there's a lot of um, vegan um, pushing, excuse me, um, inside here, okay? Okay? Um, 
the beautiful thing that I love about Dr. Gittleman's work, okay, is that unlike a lot of other doctors online or like, you know, diet gurus or whatever that, that have the view of, you know, my diet's awesome and you suck if you don't do it. What I love about um, Dr. Gittleman's work and her approach is that she is constantly learning, okay? So what's more important to her is the application of science for the betterment of other people. It's very, very clear because she starts here. When you actually look at the updated versions, she also includes a lot of what you're going to find in paleo and in, um, you know, in, in keto, okay? Um, the other book here that I definitely want to give props to is this gentleman here, okay? Abel James, and it is the Wild Food Diet. Basically, this is a paleo, okay? And the reason why I say these two in general, they basically focus so much more on getting away from things that are processed and things that have been GMO'd over time, okay? So if you don't know who this gentleman is, okay, what you probably want to do is try to look up a show by the name of um, My Diet is Better Than Yours. It was on ABC or NBC, okay? Um, and basically what they did is they took all these different diet people and they put them against each other, okay? And what Abel James did in that show was a master class, okay? He literally did everything from like intermittent fasting. His guy, he took him into keto, brought him out of keto, carb cycled him, calorie cycled him, shredded everybody. The only, the, he actually came in second place. And the only reason why they, he didn't come in first is because it was all weight loss, okay? His contestant lost the highest amount of body fat, okay? High, like shredded everybody. And he put on muscle. So he, the, the winner of the show lost a bunch of fat, lost a crap load of muscle, and, and lost a lot of water weight, okay? Basically became skinny fat, okay? Um, you know, obviously skinny fat might feel good on the scale. However, if you're naked in front of like your significant other, skinny fat doesn't feel so great. You know what I'm saying? And I say that because, um, I had spent some time doing that to myself as well. Okay. So anyways, getting away from processed foods. Okay. And getting to single ingredient foods and having fun there was probably one of the most powerful things ever because especially in the keto or the paleo world, because not only by doing, eating those, those, the, doing the highlighter trick, I call those foods the easy A1C foods. Okay. Cause without anybody getting all political or weird or whatever, easily, those are all the foods that they're all using in common in a color coded, you know, color coded hierarchy, like duh, right? Like spinach is spinach, broccoli is broccoli, chicken is chicken, fish is fish. Steak is steak, like whatever. You know what I mean? Um, anyways, um, what I also like about the paleo diet is how they push about getting away from eating things that are processed, okay? So that's pillar number three, okay? So low glycemic, low carbohydrate, getting away from things that are, you know, processed with a bunch of chemicals. Look, if we look at a, if we look, if we have to look at a label, okay? And on the label, okay? If they have to inject food coloring, Okay, just to like make it appetizing enough so they could like sell it to us as food, like it's gotta say something, you know what I mean? Or if they have like 
all these different chemicals that look like they came from like a collegiate college, college fair like or science fair, like probably don't want to eat it, especially if we start looking up all these ingredients and they cause everything from, you know, excess fat retention, excess water retention. Uh, they can cause, you know, they're carcinogenic, right? They can cause cancer. Like, I don't know. I'm not the brightest guy in the world, but I probably don't want to eat it, right? Pillar number three, okay? So pillar number one, low glycemic. Pillar number two, low carb. Those two together, tackle, okay? Our number one thing, um, um, low, uh, I'm sorry, with no, no chemicals, right? Pretty, pretty common sense, right? Um, and then the fourth one, okay? Let me tell you real quick before I even go any further, okay? The first two alone, Okay? If you have any issues or if you love eating takeout food, whether it's drive through burgers, Chinese food, tacos, okay? you can go on my YouTube channel right now. I literally show you how I got my first 5.9 A1C eating fast food. Okay? Um, also, if you go on to um, uh, lifeovertype2.com, I actually show you one of the free downloads is how I actually walk you through that. Okay, um, and so anyways, because those those two things alone, even if you're not counting carbohydrates, even if you're not looking to go into ketosis, even if you're not trying to be vegan or whatever, simply by tackling those two things from the get go, what I'm doing before I even open my mouth, I'm positioning myself to win the game. Okay, so if my game is controlling blood sugar and I've got that thing by the throat like before I even take a bite it's going to be that much easier to control it okay common sense okay super 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 common sense so anyways pillar number one low glycemic pillar number two low carbohydrate those two together okay if you want to eat dirty you want to eat clean you want to do whatever the easiest way right then and there okay pillar number three is obviously eating whole foods okay foods that don't have chemicals not GMO'd Get away from pesticides if and wherever possible. Common sense, right? Nobody wants to eat like, you know, bug, you know, bug, uh, bug contaminants or whatever. And then number four, okay? Number four is going to be, um, you know, neutrally going to be nutrient dense, okay? Nutrient dense and also like multi-purpose, multi-function. So again, if you like go on to like, you know, um, Google and you look up foods that lower cholesterol, foods that, you know, uh, lower blood sugar. If you are a gentleman getting higher in age and you want to like, you know, like up your testosterone, foods that, you know, raise your testosterone, what you're going to find is that they, so many of these foods match. Okay. So many of them match. And you're just like, instead of playing some weird game, if they're going to make the same claims, why don't just eat the food that all, you know, that are getting them all the same results. Okay. Super, super simple. Okay. Now, let me show you um, a real three-step uh, process that you can use to completely shortcut all of this stuff. Okay, here we go. It all comes with testing. Okay, here we go. So I'll, I'll tell you what it is right now. Okay, so basically we want to uh, take a quick number um, before we take our first bite. Okay, um, an hour after our first bite and another hour after that. Okay, three simple tests. Cool thing is testing takes like 30 seconds. Okay, if you've ever seen any of my videos, I do them like live, like right then and there. Like literally 30 seconds. If you do it three times, it's a minute and a half. Okay. So basically here's what you're going to do. You have a pre number, a one hour number, and a two hour number. Okay. <clears throat> when we look at any meal that we're eating, okay, it becomes very, very simple because here's the three-step approach. Okay. Once you have those three numbers, here's the three-step approach. Okay. It's 
here's what I ate, here's what happened, here's what I'm going to do next. Okay? Here's what I ate, here's what happened, here's what I'm going to do next. That three-point turn, okay, with somebody who, knew, who knows their numbers, okay, I'll put that against any diet. Okay, I'll put that against any diet because I was one of those people. I was one of those people where I thought like, dude, like I have to be vegan. Like vegan's the only way. Like, ah, like, well, what if I had a piece of salmon and my blood sugar's fine? Like, all right, blood sugar's fine. Like done. Right. And then I was that guy who was like, dude, I have to eat like a caveman. I have to eat like a caveman. Like, I don't know about purple, you know, potatoes or whatever like in okinawa or you know what people ate in like you know central america in the 1400s or whatever right simple okay if it's not gmo'd if it's not you know processed stick it in my mouth and test myself right done okay um same thing with keto right i was like dude i have to you know i have to hit these macros and don't get me wrong okay like there are phenomenal benefits with the ketogenic diet just like there are paleo just like there are um vegan okay in the same breath when i started looking at my blood sugar instead of my ketone levels um i'll tell you right now like after i started doing that i started doing what dr bernstein said okay in here he has a um he has a um he has a he has a a, uh, basically a, a code of eating, basically eat to your meter, okay? Which honestly, like, kind of makes sense, right? So if you look at, if, if your doctor is going to look at your blood sugar numbers, if your medication is going to look at your blood sugar numbers, if every type 2 diabetic case study is going to look at blood sugar numbers, if, I don't know, every um, type 2 medication commercial talks about our A1C, which is our blood sugar average, okay? Like, might as well just look at it now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not the brightest guy in the world, but you know, whatever, right? So um, that really is what told me, that showed me that I didn't have to eat those macros, that I can go pretty far out and not that only like pretty far out, like anybody doing keto will tell you, well, duh, Davis, like there's a night and day difference between eating a bowl of sugar and eating a bowl of Brussels sprouts. And I'd be like, yes, you're 100% correct. Those same people on the ketogenic diet who also test their blood sugar will probably also be the first ones to tell you there is a night and day difference between between being at like two to three millimolar and just controlling your blood sugar. Like it's like a football field. You know what I mean? Like it's so huge, right? And so that basically kind of freed me of doing any other diet. And so now that I know, okay, here's what I ate, here's what happened, here's what to do next. If you want to know like what are the steps that I take and here's what they are. Okay. There's really only three of them. Okay. So one, um, um, I would either just eliminate, if it was just a lot of work and I'm lazy, just eliminate the food. Okay. So obviously if I stick a lollipop in my mouth and I don't like the numbers, chuck the lollipop. Okay. Um, the second one is to obviously eat less. Okay. So, um, for example, um, one of the things that I do is look, I'm a regular guy, right? Even though I've lost like almost a hundred pounds, even though I share like uh, you know, my blood sugar numbers and stuff like that on how easy it is on everything from like takeout and all this other stuff. Um, at the end of the day, it just boils down to me like knowing my numbers at the same time, like I'm also still human. Okay. So we all know that obviously having like a, a French fry or two is different from having the entire basket. Okay. So what I'll do is I'll load up on protein, 
Okay, I'll load up on protein, I'll load up on something else, and then that way, by the time I have a little bit of something else, right? Hey, cool, if I can get away with having a little bit of something, and that's why if you've ever seen my, um, my sushi video, oh. Okay. Okay, so I have an old sushi video. I made a new one, which I'm really bummed about. Uh, because it's on the hard drive, which is why I'm making this whole thing right now. Um, but anyways, um, I'll have to make a new one. Okay, so anyways, no worries. I'll just get back in the ring, mouthpiece in. No feeling sorry for myself, right? Um, so um, basically, um, you know, um, when you see the videos of how and why I'm able to get away with, like, eating um, sushi, right? So I'll show you right now. Um, I'll tell you right now. Um, <clears throat> I fill up with a lot of their um, – if you go there, they have – <clears throat> these um, salmon collars, okay? These salmon collars, these tuna collars, okay? And, dude, they freshly sear these things, and they give it to you. <clears throat> and sometimes, depending on the sushi place that you go to, go to I go to two of them. At one place, it is an upsell, okay? At the other place, um, they have uh, unlimited sashimi, which is like an upsell, right? So, if you're, you know, you figure, and here's what I mean by that, like, also the common sense behind it all if you ever go to like a sushi place and you're paying like 30 to 35 bucks for all you can eat sushi, if you're anything like me, you don't want to get ripped off, right? You, you, you probably look at their stuff on Yelp, right? And you start looking at the pictures, right? And you're like, dude, like, look, look, I'm Asian, okay? I'm Filipino, okay? So I grew up carrying like the 50-pound bag of rice that you would get for like $17.99 from the Asian store, okay? So if I got home or if I would go to a sushi restaurant, okay, and if I look at the pictures, and they're trying to make me full. If I would pay 30 to 35 bucks and they're going to try to make me full and get me to tap out on like 50 cents for the rice, like, dude, shut up, okay? Like, maybe that's just a fat guy inside of me talking, but that's just the way that I look at the food, right? And so all I'm doing is using that same view to help me with my type 2 diabetes. I'm like, look, is this place going to freaking fill me up with all the cheap crap, right? Is it going to be like, a, is it going to be like this much fish and like this much rice? Well, I'm not paying 35 bucks for that. Get the heck out of here, right? So I pick places that have a huge protein to rice ratio. At the same time, if they offer sashimi, dude, who doesn't want the good quality stuff? Like that's what I'm going for anyway, right? So stuff my face, okay? Stuff my face with that stuff. At the same time, if and where they have, you know, the, the collars, the freshly seared collars, like, oh my goodness, right? Like, mouth is watering just thinking about it they like you put it in your mouth you take a bite and it all just melts in your mouth and you've got the crisp on the char on the outside and the the quality of the fish is just coming apart and you're just like Rah! anyways i fill up on that stuff so much so that by the time i have some rice it's just a little bit of rice okay simple okay super super simple um dang it i wish i had the freaking updated new one anyways if you do actually if you do go on to uh um to um, lifeovertype2.com and you watch the highlighter video, you will see, um, you'll actually see the pregame number. You're going to see the mid-game number. You're going to see it actually drive up and you're going to see it come right back down again. So thank God there's at least that copy. So yeah, that's on Life Over Type 2. Anyways, that's simply it, man. Here's what I ate. Here's what happened. Here's what I'm going to do next, okay? I'm either going to eliminate it, okay? I'm going to eat less of it, okay? And the third one is I'm going to break it down, okay? And here's what I mean by that. Normally, whenever we would go to, um, like, uh, for like, let's say it's Father's Day, right? And we, like, normally go to, like, you know, a really nice restaurant. 
And let's say you go to something like a smokehouse or a steakhouse. Sometimes we'll go to like Lucille's barbecue. Okay. Now naturally their barbecue sauces have a bunch of sugar in it. Okay. At the same time, if you get like a smoked brisket, if I just separate that, right, I'm like, Hey, what if I just have the brisket, no sauce, right? Or what if I have the brisket salad, no dressing. And I put like either, you know, I put like something else that, cause obviously if they're using barbecue sauce and ranch together, which tastes phenomenal, but it drives my blood sugar up. If I split that apart and say, Hey, I love the brisket. That's really what I'm buying anyway. I'm not, you know, whatever on ranch. I mean, you can get ranch anywhere, right? So ixnay that stuff, right? Go ahead and give me blue cheese. Give me, um, you know, go ahead and give me some, um, give me a, um, give me um, a, a vinaigrette, right? Give me a little bit of olive oil, right? I mean, like, let's go for the high class stuff. If I don't pay a top dollar, might as well eat the good stuff, right? And the next thing you know, I'm eating cleaner, I'm eating healthier, I'm eating tastier, I'm eating premium, I'm eating what I would have been eating anyway, okay? Anyways, I absolutely hope that helps you. So, um, not only now are you able to really just kind of shortcut um, a lot of these different diets, I hope that serves you well. Um, a nine year old can match words with highlighters. Look, if you don't want to do the highlighter trick, you can actually go onto Life Over Type 2. Um, I will tell you right now, I actually sell the entire bundle for, um, I think it's on special right now uh, for like 37 bucks. Um, the big part of the reason why that is is because A, um, I need to get the money back for that drive so I can release all the other content of which I'm totally stoked to give for free. Uh, the other thing there is that, look, um, I'll tell you right now, even if you don't buy it and if all you do is subscribe with your email, I think you get it on day four or five, okay? Um, and I'll tell you right now, here's why, okay? Um, everything on there, I'm literally trying to help save as many lives and help save as many families that deal and struggle with the same medical condition that I have, which is type two diabetes. And so if this helps you, if this helps anybody else, by all means, share that with them. Um, I'm a firm believer. I don't want to throw rocks at one diet versus another. I would rather take all of that attention and lift up somebody else with the same medical condition that I have that came across on the other side of the fence. Okay. And here's why. Okay. When we understand, okay. Oh, let me give you a couple more, uh, goodies here real quick. When we understand that everybody's different, the diet mix, the exercise mix, all of that stuff is different for everybody, okay? The faster we can just lay it out on the table and the faster we can share one another's struggles, it becomes that much easier for someone else to say, oh, dude, I have the same struggles. Let me match mine up and bingo, they've got the answer or at least have a whole series of things to test faster and easier than they've ever had before. The bigger thing is to try our fastest to flatten the learning curve and eliminate as much failure as possible. That way we're not taking on damage. And uh, yeah, man, um, let's just get out there and just help one another. And that's really about it. So um, I hope that serves you well. If that did, go ahead, like, subscribe, but make sure that you go ahead and share this and we'll see you in the next one.